Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Real Estate Investor Goddesses podcast. I'm your host, Monique Hahn, and I am here with another interview with a real estate investor goddess. Our guest today is, um, I'm really excited to have her. She's, she's an expert in a real estate investor herself and an expert on bringing groups of investors together to purchase property or crowdfunding. For many real estate investors, there comes a time when we find ourselves limited by our own capital and credit, and we want to leverage other people's money in win-win ways to purchase properties. Um, and our, our guest today is an expert on how to do that legally. Jillian Sadoti is one of the country's leading experts on crowdfunding. Her firm, crowdfundinglawyers.net, focuses on securities transactions with an emphasis on servicing the small business and entrepreneurs providing PPMs, private placement memorandums, Regulation A filings, and small public offerings. Prior to her legal career, she owned and operated a record label, enabling her to tour worldwide with artists. She worked in commercial development, and held various positions in the financial field in manufacturing, real estate, and financial services. And she's also taught finance and accounting for the, the Bachelor of Science and MBA programs at the University of Redlands. So excited to have her. Welcome, Jillian. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, the pleasure is all ours. So you, um, you do the – you help – uh, real estate investors when they're doing their own syndication, but you're also a real estate investor yourself. So how did how did you get started in real estate investing? Um, well, this is actually a very true story. I was um, I, I was touring uh, on I was touring with a band, and I we had bro- broken down for to me what was the last time I wasn't. I wasn't having it anymore, and we're sitting on the side of the road in uh, Nebraska, and I just determined I didn't want to live that life anymore. Um, and I, I kept thinking, there's got to be, there's just got to be a better way. So um, I kind of looked around to see what what was out there. And what was out there was real estate. At the time, you know, it was around 2003, I had made, I had had this epiphany and thought, I have to get into, um, I have to get into real estate. I just have to. So I Mm -hmm. literally just, you know, I I got myself back into law school um, because at the time I had dropped out and went around to every real estate investment firm in, in Southern California and asked them for a job until one gave me one. <laughs> and and that's how I got into real estate investing was just trying to – I didn't know this world of real estate education existed out there at the time. Um, and even if it even if it did, I – or knew about it, it wouldn't it wouldn't have made a difference because I wouldn't have been able to afford any of it uh, because I was in law school at the time. But so I went a different route and and went and tried to get a job, um, and I did, and mm-hmm. and that's how I, I literally just went in head first. 
Um, I started doing, because I have a background in finance, I started doing books and records for a real estate firm here in San Diego, and and we did condo conversions. And my goodness, that's like drinking from a fire hose when it comes to real estate investing, because you're not just buying an existing multifamily building, but then you Mm -hmm. are also re you know bringing it down to the studs so you're basically demoing it then you're remapping it so you have to do a whole thing with the government with the county with the city then you have to mm. rehab it then you have to sell it but you're not selling it as one whole unit like you bought it you're instead selling it as individual units so it truly was you know the best education i could possibly ask for when it came to uh real estate investing. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, you really <laughs> got a, a graduate-level education <laughs> yeah, um, in real estate quickly. investing, for sure. Yeah. So what was the first real estate property you, you actually bought? Well, the first thing I actually bought on my own outside of the firm mm-hmm. itself, you know, we were, we were buying mm-hmm. big apartment buildings and, and things. But the first thing I bought myself was, of course, my own primary residence. Um, but uh-huh. after that, I started looking around for um, a variety of things. I started buying um, um, into limited liability companies that were buying apartment buildings because I knew apartment buildings uh-huh. were where it's at. Then um, Mm -hmm. I bought a bunch of townhomes in Ohio. Um, I bought a duplex in Ohio. Um, I bought notes. I've invested in um, uh, mobile home parks and self-storage facilities. And Mm -hmm. I've invested in some other commercial real estate assets through um, some syndications that were out there that I I thought were worthwhile. and then a couple of other single-family homes. So I've just kind of, I kind of done, you know, what I can to to get my hands into to everything that I could get my hands on to into in uh, in in terms of real estate. That's awesome. So you have a really wide, varied um, asset, you know, asset classes that you're investing in. So are you sure. managing any of them, or have or have you um, basically crowd like you're been part of them as part of a crowdfunding or you know syndications how, how have you invested that's a great that's a great question and so i now well i say this as i'm in escrow for another property that i'm buying myself but i mm-hmm. um find that and i the properties i referenced in ohio um there's four of those and i own those on my own and then i have management in ohio but truth be told I have realized that I am not a great active real estate entrepreneur. I am a much better passive entrepreneur. And since I have this law firm that is, you know, paying my bills and gives me opportunity to see all kinds of deals, um, I'm not willing to very much give that up to be an active investor. So I've found that being a passive investor is where it's at for me. Um, <laughs> despite the fact that I am now buying a small um, duplex uh, here in town, but I'm only buying that because it's close by. I can I can see it and touch it, and you know, go over there and you know, bang heads if I have to. But I, and, and overall, I prefer to be passive in my investing. All right, love it. Um, so you you definitely you've come at it from so many different angles. Um, I love you know 
to how you have this expertise that's so varied in real estate. Um, Thanks. Now, you were talking about passive and active investing. So for the, for the person who may not quite understand those terms, um, sure. just, can, you, can you explain that, describe that for people? Absolutely. So the, a passive investor is somebody who basically finds the deals that they want to get into, but somebody else is at the helm of taking care of what's going on. They're in the day-to-day management. They're in the, the they're in the position to um, manage the property, to rehab the property, to sell the property, to acquire the property. Everything that has to do with actually doing something um, to make the property cash flow or work or what have you. Um, mm-hmm. That's what. That's what. A pa- as a passive investor, I don't do any of that. I literally write a check and wait. Now, the disadvantage yeah. of that is that I've, I have no control, right? But quite yeah. frankly, again, I'm not good at having control, so might as well give That's it to somebody who knows what they're doing. <laughs> for some. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, so, so I, you know, I, many of my listeners know I, I do a lot of syndication, so I'm an active um I'm an active syndicator. I bring groups of investors together to invest in different properties. And I also have passively invested in um, a variety of other syndications. And there are definitely benefits and minuses for both. Now, um, you're, would you say you're, you're, crowd, you're the crowdfunding lawyer. Um, right. And I, I, so tell us a little bit about crowdfunding and in the context of syndications. Or, or otherwise, maybe even those crowdfunding sites are syndications. But what, how would you, how would you describe like crowdfunding um, when it comes to real estate? That's such a great question because here's the thing about crowdfunding: it can mean so many different things. Uh, it's just basically the concept of crowdfunding is going to the crowd and and getting money from them and saying and saying, "Do you want to invest with me, crowd?" And a huge a, a huge thing of that is that you have to understand that you can crowdfund a syndication. As a matter of fact, I've invested in some syndications that were crowdfunded. For example, in the early stages of uh, a, a big crowdfunding company called Fundrise, I um, mm-hmm. I invested in some of their early syndications. Um, also, same with. Um, uh, Realty Mogul did some of those as well. Now a lot of those are moving towards fund formations where they're buying multiple properties in one crowdfund or one company. And, and so I invest in those as well. And those are great. If you have never invested in real estate before and you're looking to get into real estate investing, those these crowdfunding websites offer an amazing opportunity for you to do it um, you know, because the crowdfunding platform is vetting these companies um, for you ahead of time, and and really kind of of doing a lot of the of the of the work for you to make sure that it's it's something worth um, pursuing. And if you don't want to be a, a, uh, an active investor such as myself, then that's another great way to get into uh, real estate investing. Yeah, so there are these crowdfunding sites. I know some of them require require you to be an accredited investor, um, and then That's some. True. I think there are, there are some that are are there some that are open for non accredited as well. 
Oh, absolutely. It, you just have to find the right website. So, for example, um, if you go to a website called um, smallchange.org or dreamfunded.org, those are both websites that take in unaccredited investors uh, for their deals. And um, okay. I don't know if any of the other websites are starting towards that, but those particular websites have opportunities. Um, uh, Realty Mogul also has a Regulation A+, plus that uh, I have invested in, as well as um, Fundrise has a several Reg A pluses that I've invested in. That and, and what a Reg A plus is for, for everybody out there, a Regulation A plus filing is a almost like a it's a mini IPO. It's a mini public offering, and they're open to everybody. So if you wanted to check those out, if you're not an accredited investor, that would be where I would start. And I forgot to explain the term accredited investor because not everyone understands that either. Do you want to? Oh, sure. Tell Sorry. That means. Throwing out all the vernacular. <laughs> no, I, I Sorry. said it first. I'm the one that said it, and I forgot to define it. But <laughs> so, so, um, so we're a good company. Deal. So an accredited investor yeah. uh, is somebody who makes $200,000 a year as an individual, $300,000 a year as a married couple, or has a minimum net worth of a million dollars exclusive of their primary residence. Since it's, it's, one, it's an either or situation you don't have to have all of those components but um yeah those that's what um those are those are the kinds of the things that you that you have to have in order to invest on some of these uh crowdfunding platforms but definitely not all of them okay so and now so that's the crowdfunding side let's talk about more the private placements and the the sure. You know the other syndication side. So, tell explain a little bit about how those work. Okay, so a syndication is basically when you're taking one single property and saying, "I need money for this." So you probably let's just take a five million dollar deal. A five million dollar deal. Um, you know, if you're if you're purchasing a five million dollar building, you're more likely than not going to need at least a million dollars uh, to put down. And nine times out of ten, you're not going to have that uh, million dollars down. Um, you're just not. I mean, most of us don't have a million dollars lying around. So where are you going to get it? You're yeah. going to have to go out and raise that money from private investors. And and what you need to do is have what's called a private placement memorandum, um, which tells the investors exactly what it is that they're getting into. It, it provides what I refer to as the three Ds, disclosures and details. And it provides those things as a means to to fully – to fully inform the investor as to what they're getting into. And so anytime you're investing, um, and this is a real huge blank that I'm about to make here, but anytime you're investing or somebody says to you, hey, uh, can I invest? Will you invest with me? I want you to invest in this real estate deal with me. The thing you should be asking them for is a private placement memorandum. Yeah. Now, so if you're the person, you're the active investor in this situation or the one putting together the deal and then you go to your friends and family and um or you know your network and you say hey i have this you know i found this great five million dollar building it's going to be bringing back i think 10 percent a year uh and they want to invest so as the active investor um what do they need to do from a legal standpoint so 
if they're looking, that is exactly what they need to do. They need to go to a, uh, a security attorney and don't try to do this yourself. I liken this to, um, and by the way, I'm a very cheap person. I don't like to pay for anything. I prefer to do things myself. But but there's some things that I should just not do myself. For example, give myself an appendectomy, right? That's a bad idea. <laughs> and I yeah. liken that to doing your own private placement memorandum. It's basically a bad idea. Just don't do it. So what, who do you want to turn to? You want to turn to a securities attorney like myself to help you out with it. And another thing I want to say is, you know, I, I've talked about um, a lot of the the – the investing I've done. I've not just done investing, but I've also I've also received my CCIM, which designates me as a as an expert in commercial real estate. So, you know, your best bet is to find someone like me or me, of course, um, that is mm-hmm. not just somebody who knows securities, but also knows the real estate market, so that they can really hold your hand through the whole process, especially if this is your first time. And and you know, that's kind of what we specialize in is is like the first time people who have never done this before and really just don't know how to chart the waters, um, if you will, in terms of, of, of raising private capital. So, so I really want to encourage you to find someone who is a expert in A, securities, and B, real estate. And that attorney will help you put together your, your documents, um, which you know will probably include that private placement memorandum. It will include probably uh, operating agreement as most likely you're going to be operating under an LLC. It will include a subscription mm-hmm. agreement and that's the agreement between you and the investor that says, "Hey, I understand what I'm getting into. I totally get it. I I I have read the private placement memorandum and I'm agreeing to invest under those terms and conditions." And then finally, um finally you're going to also have to file what's called a form D and the form D is most likely going to be um, is is most likely going to be filed by that securities attorney as well um, to help you you know move move in the right direction. Yeah, so I I want to underscore what Jillian has shared because I am a real estate syndicator. I'm also an attorney myself. I was a corporate litigator for many years. I would never, ever, ever do my own syndication <laughs> paperwork. Good. And I'm an attorney, Good but girl. I'm, not a, I'm not a securities attorney. And it is like, I think it's more like doing a brain surgery by yourself. Or, um, or if you go to an attorney, it really needs to be the type of attorney that knows this. It's like going to a podiatrist for your brain surgery. So you don't want to have, you know, a foot doctor doing a brain surgery. You really want somebody who knows exactly what they're doing. So you do want to go to somebody like Julian who knows um, securities and knows real estate and can help you put together these filings. So, cause otherwise you could um, end up owing lots of money to the government or you could end up in jail. <laughs> yeah. um, so. the worst, I think, I think, yeah, well, the jail is obviously the worst part, but the, but yeah. you know, owing money to the government, no one wants to owe money to the government. Right. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> it it can be instead of making the money you wanted on your real estate investment, it can be a very very expensive and painful thing if you don't do it correctly. So right um, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, on on that term, what? Uh, oh no. 
I lose you? Uh, Monique, I can't hear anything. Hello? Okay. Hello. Sorry, I lost um, Jillian. I lost her. So I wanted to have to get her to come back on, on the air. Um, she said so much great information, and I wanted to hear her trinity. This is the beauty and the bummer about... Oh, I think she's back on. Hold on, let's see. Hello, are you Hi. back on? Hi. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I was there I don't and I know just what heard silence. <laughs> either. So, so sorry about that. I have no idea what happened. It's okay. And, and you I'm were glad I got back. Amazing <laughs> information. Um, oh, oh, thank you. But, um, okay, so we, I, I'm not even sure where we were last time, but um, you were you were giving advice on, you know, for passive investors um, about, yes. you know, what to look for. Yeah. Yes. So, so you really just want to take take a look for that those documents. And if you're an active investor and you're looking to raise money, you want to call a securities attorney. And and you know, a, a good securities attorney is going to give you some time. They're going to understand that you are you, this is your first time doing it. They'll give you some, you know, they'll give you a chance to ask some questions before you dive into it. Um, and 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 really kind of figure out and navigate what you're going to do, and also help you kind of form that that deal. What's the deal for the investor? Um, really important to make sure you come out of the gate with that, and not just with it correct, but also with a level of confidence that you know what it is that you 
uh, the active investor are actually selling so that you don't get, you know, taken aback by questions that perhaps a potential investor asks you and then you don't know how to answer it or you, you lose confidence um, and you don't want to do that. So find find a securities attorney that, that will help navigate those things with you um, and, and really guide you in that regard. Okay. Awesome advice. Now, uh, I want to switch gears back again to your your personal real estate investing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love to ask this question because I feel like we learn so much more from our mistakes than we ever <laughs> see from our, you know, when things go super well. So what is, was your biggest mistake in your real estate investing career and what did you learn from it? Um, well, my biggest mistake in my real estate investing career would have to be like lacking patience um for mm-hmm. sure and and not understanding market cycles um and and that that the market will come back as a matter of fact the the product the the three there's three properties i purchased um i had mentioned in the state of ohio and um mm-hmm. you know i bought these properties and after I bought them, I almost immediately regretted buying them. There was all kinds of problems. Um, there, there were just issues, and and I had issues with management. Um, again, this goes back to me being a better passive investor. But you know, um, in hindsight now, um, I, I did have some level of patience, fortunately. But there was a lot of of personal angst where I just got incredibly stressed out about those particular properties and. Yeah. It was all for naught. It was all for naught because now, you know, I bought when the market was low and now those properties are worth three times what I purchased them for. Um Ooh. each individual one. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's like it's just a matter of, you know, understanding, hey, the market will come back. You yeah. just have to be patient. Um, you have to prepare. You have to be prepared that if a tenant, you know, you got to know your numbers, um, and those were probably that was probably you know the one of the more stressful times in real estate that I've had was just like the lack of patience and not not understanding that I just I had to be patient. Hmm. That's that's a great lesson, and that's good advice. So I heard be patient, know the know your numbers well mm-hmm. um i heard that any any other so what what other advice would you give to a woman just starting out in this you know in real estate investing um so the the big thing would be is to find some you know and this i i should take my own advice with this right is to <laughs> ask questions ask questions of people who you know might have the answer you'd be surprised what people are willing to to provide with provide you in terms of, of free advice. People love to talk about their successes. They just do. So ask yeah. people what their successes are. Um, ask them what to do. Um, and, you know, don't – now, this is not to say don't waste people's time either. Don't take advantage of people's time either. You know, be be mindful of that for sure. I mean, I, I, I definitely feel that as a lawyer, you know, it's – yeah. Lawyers, doctors always get asked free advice, and real estate entrepreneurs are no different. But you'd be surprised at, at the people out there who who will give you free advice. 
Um, and, you know, one great place to go find that free advice is Bigger Pockets, Facebook, LinkedIn. There's all kinds of people who are, are happy to answer any questions that you have. And I, I would not hesitate to um, ask questions. And, and converse to that, also don't hesitate to answer people's questions. No one's going to steal your amazing ideas. Um, yeah. Keep that in mind. So be a giver when it comes to information and help um, as much as you can, and 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 it will come back to you, I promise. Awesome. Such great advice. And thank you for being such a giver um, and giving so much great information today. So for people who um, want to find you, what's the best way to get in touch? You can uh, go right to my website at crowdfundinglawyers.net. My email address is Jillian, J-I-L-L-I-A-N, at crowdfundinglawyers.net. But you can also find that on crowdfundinglawyers.net if that was too fast for okay. you. <laughs> check, check her out, especially if you are thinking of syndicating. Um, okay, yeah. so we have time for a quick trinity, and okay. uh, which is a brag, a gratitude, and a desire. So what's one okay. thing you're celebrating right now? I, I, I got to just be honest. Uh, my kids are amazing. They're awesome. Mm. I have three of them. <laughs> I have three boys, and they bring me so much joy, and they're just so much fun. So that's my brag. Uh, yeah, that well your kid, my kids are, are pretty pretty darn cool. <laughs> <laughs> so well bragged. And what's one thing you're grateful for? Uh, my husband, <laughs> who stays home with those kids <laughs> so awesome. I can work and invest in real estate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, beautiful reflection. And lastly, what's one thing you desire? You know, I I really want to learn to manage my own time better, become a more focused and meditative person. I do try to meditate every day, and you know, I just I just pray and hope that it 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 centers me and kicks in and and really shows me what what. Uh, life is all about and and what's what's worth my time and what's not worth my time because time is the one thing you can never get back that's right well so shall your desire be or so much better than you can imagine and um thank you thank you thank you for this great interview sorry about the technical difficulties in the middle there but you still (laughs) managed to give so much great info (laughs) um and y'all if you Again, you can find Jillian Sidoti at crowdfundinglawyers.net. And if you want to connect with me, um, uh, you can find me at realestateinvestorgoddesses.com or on our Facebook page, Real Estate Investor Goddesses. And check us out. We have a free ebook um, that, that's available on the website. It's called The Real Estate Success Blueprint Seven Crucial Steps Every Woman Must Take to Be a Successful Real Estate Investor that's there for you and lots of other goodies um thanks again jillian and we will we'll hear you guys uh you can hear us next week for another great uh real estate investor goddess interview bye-bye bye